Welcome to Friday Friends, RI Elder Info's weekly look at the organizations and individuals providing resources for Rhode Island seniors, caregivers, and professionals. Good morning, everyone. How are you today on this fabulous Friday morning? It is a little chilly outside, so I hope you've got the heat on or a little sweater on, as my mom used to say. I am Deb Burton, the founder and creator of RI Elder Info and rielderinfo.com, where we provide the most comprehensive resources for seniors, caregivers, and professionals here in Rhode Island. And every Friday at nine o'clock, I come on here live to do Facebook Friday Friends, where I interview different nonprofits, organizations, and educators that you need to know about. And here's the thing. Our topic today is so important. It is something that touches the lives of tens of thousands of Rhode Islanders. So it's really important that you help get the word out by hitting the like and the share button Share this video with your community Facebook groups, your friends, your family members, because what we're talking about today is really critically important, particularly for those individuals who are caregivers. We're going to talk about some help that's available for caregivers out there um, to kind of give them a bit of a break. So for those of you who join me every week, you know that we are a 501c3 nonprofit, and we could not do the work that we do here at RI Elder Info without the support of our sponsors and our donors. So I want to give a big shout out to Oak Street Health. They have been a wonderful supporter of RI Elder Info for two years now. They provide comprehensive primary care for individuals on Medicare. Also, big thank you to United Healthcare. They are wonderful insurers for individuals who are Medicare eligible. So I encourage you to reach out to Jennifer Barrows over at United. She uh, can make sure that you have the proper plan in place to get you the care that you need, as well as Tamarisk Assisted Living. Great little assisted living place right over in Warwick by the mall. They really take care of you like family. And this production, what you're seeing here, would not be possible without the support of 321 Media. They do tons of live streaming, social media, and lots of cool stuff. So if you're looking to do cool stuff, reach out to 321 Media. And if you've ever visited the rielderinfo.com website, and I strongly encourage you to, because you're going to find lots of information there, that is from the magic of England Studio. They're an award-winning web design team located right here in Rhode Island. So again, we could not do this without the support of our sponsors and our donors. Our donors are individual folks just like you. You know, $5 can make a difference for us. You know, that's the world of nonprofits these days. So today, again, I'm telling you, we are going to have a great conversation about some resources for caregivers. And I encourage you, if you haven't done it already, hit the like button, hit the share button, because we're talking about some really important stuff today. So I would like to welcome my friend Hector up to the screen. Hi, Good morning, Hector. Man. So Hector, you are with the Providence Diocese Elder Services, right? 
Uh, yes, that, that's the case. Uh, first of all, thank you for the invitation. Uh, this is a, a great opportunity for me to let the community know about um, the services that we have here at the diocese, uh, exactly the Catholic Social Services of Rhode Island. And um, so thank you again for the invitation. And I hope that my, my, the information that, that I'm going to provide today is going to be useful, uh, it's going to be simple and, 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 and useful to, to all um, the care, caregivers in Rhode Island. Thank oh, I am I am really confident. So I just have, before we get started, I have one quick question. So you're with the Catholic Social Services um, Diocese of Providence. For the services that you're going to talk about today, and let me tell you that you guys offer some really amazing services, do people need to be members of the Catholic Diocese? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. We don't. We don't. We don't ask for uh, their uh, religion uh, preferences or uh, inclinations. Not at all. No, has nothing to do with religion. We serve caregivers who need a break, who <laughs> are in need of some assistance, some help. That's that's our goal. That's what we do here. That is awesome. Now, so it has I nothing to do with religion. No. Perfect. So it doesn't matter what faith you may follow or if you don't follow a faith at all, Not you can all, still yeah. get help. That is awesome. That is awesome. So I understand that you have a PowerPoint that can provide more information to our viewers, right? Yes, that's the case, uh, Deb. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much. And this is the magic of Ben behind the scenes that can make these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, um, uh, again, uh, good morning to, to uh, all uh, those who are um, watching us today and those who uh, will watch this show in the, in the future. Uh, good morning. And I hope that, again, my, my um, short and simple information will provide the assistance that you uh, are looking for at this moment or you will need in the future because um, um, I mean it's, it's, it's almost a, 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 a the case that at any point at any point we are going to be caregivers we are going to be caregivers and and in our, in our, any point in, in our life so it's a good thing to know where you can find some some relief, some assistance. So uh, again, my name is Hector uh, Munoz, and I work for the uh, uh, Diocese of Providence with the Care Breaks Program. The name of our program is is uh, the Care Breaks Program. It used to be the Respite Care Program, but now uh, we changed our name like like four or five years ago. So. Um, um, this is the, the caregiver's program. It's a program designed, designed to relieve, to provide some assistance to caregivers. That's, that's the goal of our program, to provide some help, some assistance to caregivers. Um, in, 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 in many cases, I receive phone calls from people who need some help. I mean, care recipients, they need some help, but they don't have a caregiver. And that's a, a, a very difficult situation for, for, for me and for our program to let them know that, that at least they have a caregiver, they can apply for our program. If no caregiver, 
they can uh, use our program. There are other programs in the state uh, that they can apply for, but with our program, uh, the, the person, the care recipient has to have a caregiver. The caregiver has to be taking care of, of a person. So um, aging in Rhode Island um, is not a secret that, that, that we, we uh, uh, not that we are a, a, an old state, but we have many people uh, with, uh, I mean, whose uh, age uh, is or ages are over over 65. Uh, this data that I use uh, come from the uh, 2010 census, 2010 census. Uh, and that, that data tell us that in 2010, um, close to 152,000 residents in Rhode Island were over the age of 65. Um, so close to 152, that, that's a, a, a lot of seniors. Um, for the by the year 2040, like in 20 more years, the projection is that this number will increase in 75 percent, 75 percent. So we will have close to 265,000 um, seniors, um, people over the age of 65. That's that we, is an amazing amount of people when exactly. you think about what we're going to need, you know, to have over a quarter million, over a quarter million people over the age and, of 65. And, That's I mean, amazing. It, it is, it is a good news that, um, uh, the life expectancy nowadays is, is, is longer. People are living longer, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, um, along with that, with that life expectancy, um, come certain conditions like, like, um, chronic condition like Alzheimer's, like Parkinson, arthritis, diabetes, all these conditions in many cases um, um, make this person who, who is living longer, but uh, this person will need the, the assistance or help of somebody. So that's when when this person, um, the, um, I mean, um, becomes a, 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 a care recipient of somebody, a caregiver. So um, they are the, become mostly the family, becomes somebody in the family or, or, or several people in the family become caregivers. And I think so, that's even happening more now because we've got the, the healthcare worker shortage that family members are really stepping up to the plate. That's, that's, that's something that, that we see, uh, that I see here every day. Um, people apply for, for our program. Once they are approved for our program, um, they call me and they tell me, Hector, um, thank you for the for the approval of my mom, dad, or my sister. Thank you. But I, I'm going to put the, the, the program on hold at this moment because um, I'm not sure if I want to bring somebody to, to the house. Now they, they, um, now they are accepting the services more than, than the big, Last year, 2021, it was it was tough for for for, for caregivers in Rhode Island because they were they needed the help, they needed some assistance, they needed some relief, but at the same time they were afraid. And um, okay, so um, so we can see the the, the need uh, in, here in our community of of uh, uh, those caregivers um, being in need of some assistance, some relief. And that's what we in care breaks we do. So can we go there to the next slide? 
Okay, so um, the, that data from 2010 uh, tell us that one in every five homes in Rhode Island uh, is involved in caregiving. It's like 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 20 percent of the state. Um, caregiving, um, I mean, it's not a secret that caregiving is stressful. Uh, care people, uh, um, I mean. In many cases, they live, they put their lives and all their their lives aside in order to provide some assistance to their loved one. So this this creates, I mean, people get tired, they they get very stressed about situations. In many many cases, people become become caregivers without knowing how to do these things. In many cases, they don't know. They have to assume the, the I mean, the role of of talking to doctors, to 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 home care providers, to uh, looking for resources. In, in in some cases, they don't even know about any about the disease that that, that mom or dad uh, is facing now. So, being a caregiver is not easy. It brings stress to the to the person who is caregiving. And here in our in our program, our goals are prevent uh, caregiver burnout. That's that's something when at one point caregivers feel uh, exhausted, uh, feel like 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 they need some help, but they don't know where to get that help. Uh, they need some assistance, some relief, but uh, they don't know where the resources are. In many cases, they don't they don't know that we exist, and that's that's the good thing about program like this. That uh, we are bringing uh, this word, uh, this information to the community, and care, uh, our program tries to. Um, one of our goals is to delay institutionalization. That people, in many cases, if we come and provide some assistance, uh, then the caregiver, son or daughter or husband, they say, "Oh, I have some, 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 some help. So let me keep my wife or my mom or my dad." At home until until um, now that I'm, I'm receiving this assistance. So we uh, our goal is to support caregivers caregivers in in Rhode Island. Deb, can we go to the, to the next uh, slide? Absolutely. If you have any questions, you can you can ask me now. And, and yeah, now I think you know what you're saying is really important because the families are stepping up, but they're trying to balance you know sometimes taking care of their own kids and grandkids or trying to still go to work. And if they could just get that that break, that whew, that moment where they don't have to try to navigate, you know, the social service system, the healthcare system, you know, filling a pillbox, all those different things that come with being a caregiver, you know, to to have that moment to just kind of <sighs> take a breath. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we do in our program. Uh, so our Care breaks program uh, provides some short-term relief to to, to caregivers. Uh, this is a, a, a copay program. We pay part of the cost for those services. I'll tell you exactly what services uh, applicants and whoever is approved for the program uh, um, is entitled to. So uh, this is a a, a, a a copay program. We pay part of the cost for services. And the family or the care recipient, they pay the difference. Uh, we provide a, a break from 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 typical uh, routines, daily routines, and and 
and uh, caregivers, uh, we provide some peace of mind of caregivers now that they know that whoever is coming to their house is, is somebody who is uh, trained and prepared to provide the, 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 I mean, that assistance that they are providing. Can we go to the next uh, slide, uh, Dev? There we go. So um, again, at the beginning of my presentation, um, I was telling you that this program used to be the respite care program. Um, still, many people in, in many people in in, in our uh, uh, little Rhode Island they know the program like respite. They call is this respite? Yes, this is the care. Guilty program. is guilty is charged. I do sometimes refer to it as the respite program. I gotta I gotta put it in my head. It's now called the care breaks program. Care breaks program. <laughs> but I, I, I when people call oh um, I use this this respite program before. No, I want I want to talk to respite. This is care breaks. It used to be respite, <laughs> and we receive. Uh, we are founded by grants by the uh, office of. Um, um, healthy, healthy aging, ACL. Um, I mean, uh, com administration of community living, and also also uh, Department of uh, Human uh, Health and Human Services. So um, we we have been um, uh, operating this program for over thirty years here at the Diocese of Providence, and and uh, you can see uh, the services are available regardless of religion preferences. That was your first question at the beginning of, of my presentation. Oh, there was a question that came in from Stephanie Bush. She wants to know, are these services for the whole state? Like you don't have to live in Providence, you can live in other parts? Yeah, yes, uh, these, these, these services are for uh, services, I mean, for uh, people, caregivers all over Rhode Island, all over Rhode Island. Um, when, when we approve clients um, for the program, uh, we send, um, list of vendors, agencies that provide the services that, that, that the care recipient is looking for. And those agencies provide services all over Rhode Island. All awesome. over Rhode Island. So um, care breaks um, um, in, in, in the year uh, 20, fiscal year 20, uh, 2021, we help uh, 327 people with our program. Um, majority of uh, Caregivers uh, are in, under the age of 60. Most caregivers, most caregivers are women, women. Um, and it's very interesting that m the majority of the caregivers are under the age of, of 60. And, 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 and in most cases, they are still uh, working. So they, they, they work, they have their own responsibilities. And besides that, they become caregivers. So that's why... Um, they need some 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 relief, some assistance from from our program, and eighteen percent of those uh, um, uh, people that we serve uh, were minorities. So, Hector, <clears throat> with eighteen percent being minorities, it, is the care breaks application available in other languages, or do you uh, have yes, to speak it is, English? Yes, it is available. It is available in Spanish. Okay. And and if there is, um, um, I mean, people. From other uh, communities, other uh, with other languages, we we and they need help. They need assistance filling out the form. We we provide. I mean, we do things to 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 help them. Okay, ah, awesome. So that's so, not a problem. That's not a problem. Uh, I mean, a uh, 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 language of, of the community that they belong to. 
that's not a problem. We we try to solve those little problems here. That's awesome because it's really important that we reach all Rhode Islanders and not yeah. just the folks who only speak English, um, but that we reach all Rhode Islanders in need. That's something that's really important um, to me personally as a human being, but also to RI Elder Info as a, as a nonprofit. So that's good to know that if you speak another language, there's still help available. Uh, yes. Uh, Deb, uh, who qualified for, for the Care Brace program? Uh, an adult or child unable to be safely left alone or who needs assistance with daily living? Uh, the person has to be living in the community, not in an institution, not in a nursing home, assisted uh, uh, living. No, the person has to be in the community. And, and the person is uh, using another, uh, another uh, respite program. There are a few respite programs. So, so uh, the person cannot be using uh, th those respite programs. Can we go Dev, to the next, next slide? slide? Okay, so we have different options uh, when using our program. Let me tell you how the program works. Uh, a caregiver calls me, uh, or sometimes uh, a caseworker, a case manager, uh, uh, sometimes from doctor's offices, um, they call me Hector. Uh, we need an application. We need an application to apply for our uh, for for your care breaks program. So we send the application to the to the to the family to the caregiver. It's a very very simple application. Very simple application. We um, we need that application back with proof of the care recipient's income. Care recipient's income has nothing to do with the income of the caregiver. So if mom or dad is living in my house and I'm still going to work, it actually goes by what mom or dad, what their income is, not like the collective household income. income. If it is a, a single person, the, 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 the person income, if it is a, a couple, combined income. Okay. But it's, it's only the, the care recipient has to do with the care recipient's income. Now, if the, if, if the, the care recipient is a, a minor, um, so now we take in consideration the household income. Got it. Okay. So um, so the, I received the application from, from the family. Again, it's a very simple application. And once we approve the, pro, the, the person for, uh, for services, uh, we I send the approval letter to the to the to the caregiver. Also, uh, the caregiver will receive the list of vendors, and that list of vendors comes with the uh, contact information for different agencies in the state, uh, home care agencies, daycare, adult daycare agencies and also nursing home and assisted living agencies. So the contact, contact information is there. Now the caregiver, they decide uh, which option they need. Some, some, some families or some caregivers, they say, oh, I need uh, CNA services. I need home care services plus some companionship for my mom. I need somebody to stay with mom or dad. In the meantime, I go and do some food shopping. So they they call uh, the, those agencies, let's say a home care agency, and they tell, I need these services. And my mom or dad was approved for, 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 for the, the Care Breaks program, and we want to use uh, that program with using your services. 
And, and that's, that's basically the way the program works. Now the agency calls me, Hector, we need an authorization for services. I just received a phone call from this caregiver and they, um, they are going to use our services. So I need an authorization. We approve the, 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 the authorization and then, and then services can start with them. I, uh, hello. Yes, yeah, I, I have a quick question. So I notice it's nursing homes and assisted livings are listed. So if the caregiver, I don't know, needs to go in and have their appendix taken out um, or something that's scheduled ahead of time, will the Care Breaks program cover if, if I need my loved one that I'm caring for to just kind of stay overnight in a nursing home or assisted living facility? Yes. Can you, the Care Breaks program help yes. with that? You can use our program for that purpose. Um, in that case, you, you, I mean, if you know that the, the, you're going to have, uh, as a caregiver, you're going to have this, this surgery in two or three weeks, you call me, Hector, um, I'm, I'm, I take care of my mom, but I'm not going to be available uh, during this this time. I have this um, surgery schedule. So can we? Yes, you can use our program. Our program uh, provides um, uh, amounts like for nursing home services um, based on the clients and the clients uh, level level based on the and, and the care recipient's income. We provide three thousand dollars. For, for services, $2,500, $2,000. And, and you can use those, 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 that money to our uh, um, nursing home services. So what we do, we pay for those, for that nursing home stay, we pay 75%, 75% of the daily cost. Okay. Up to, we have certain uh, maximums for each level. For level zero, level one, we pay up to 175 a day, mm -hmm. 150 for level two, 100 for level three. So I will, I will, I will explain all those numbers to, to, to caregivers later when the, when the, time, yep. com the time comes. And, but, and when uh, you're again, saying those that level one, level two, level three, that has to do with how much the person is approved for through the care breaks program. That's exactly. not different levels of nursing homes so we have we have we have uh, four levels level zero level zero means that the person qualifies for this amount of money and their copay is and i mean in that specific case zero got it that's for low low income yep. level one we we approve let's say for nursing home services three thousand dollars mm -hmm. three thousand dollars and 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 the para level one now they have a copay. How much that copay is? It, it depends how much that the, the nursing home's daily rate is. If if the daily rate is let's say uh, two hundred and fifty dollars yep. times 0.75. so we pay up to a maximum of one seventy five one one hundred seventy five dollars. The rest is the family responsibility. Okay. So, uh, and then it, it goes up in increments, the four different levels. Exactly, yes. Got it. Okay. So we let, we uh, when we approve the case, we let the family know what level they are and how much their different copays are going to be for home care services, for CNA services, for uh, adult daycare services, or for nursing home services. 
we we let them know we let them know but uh, but uh, but uh, again they can use our program for nursing home services assisted living adult daycare and and home care services yes whatever best meets that individual caregiver and exactly. care recipient's needs now so you don't say it has to be used for oh no this. no no Good. because uh, each caregiver is is different and their needs uh, also are different. So it's the caregiver who decide the kind of help that they, they need. Um, I have received phone calls here from caregivers that they tell me, Hector, um, I'm going to to uh, my uh, uh, granddaughter's graduation in Carolina. Uh, my granddaughter, uh, they live in North Carolina. She goes to college there. I, but uh, my husband, I need somebody, uh, I mean, I, I need to leave my husband in an institution because uh, he has this condition. And so that uh, that's one of the typical cases that yep. happens. And so it's the caregiver who decides when and the kind of services or assistance that they need or how they want to use our program. Some some caregivers, they say, um, we, they save like their, 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 their money for let's say springtime yep. because i need to go and and do this in the meantime my husband goes to a nursing home or I, I will need somebody to come from an agency every day for four or five days from these many hours a day so they decide what to do and how how and when they want to do it that's awesome now um we uh can we go can we oh, you need the next slide Oh, hold on. Oh. <laughs> Can you go back? Uh, so my 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 coworker uh, Jen Vargas, she was going to 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 talk to to all our caregivers about this pilot uh, nursing respite program. This is uh, what we call a nursing student program. So so uh, with this program, um, students, nursing students from different local colleges, they come to the client's uh, uh, house to provide some assistance, supervision, um, some some help, depending what what the caregiver uh, needs are. And these, these kids, uh, these students, they come for free. This, they come free of charge. So you call, they, I mean, whoever is interested in that part of the program can call here and talk to, um, uh, talk to me, talk to me. And just uh, uh, tell me, Hector, we are interested in the um, nursing student program. I um, I would like to bring uh, like a student, nursing student, to my to my house to 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 be with mom or dad. In the they come for uh, three four hours a week, three four hours a week, and 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 this, that's a, that's a great program. That's a great program. People who uh, have used that program in the past, they feel very comfortable. Many cases, they want to keep those students coming to, to talk to mom and dad or, okay. So that's the nursing student program uh, that, that is also available to, to our, our, our caregivers. That's a great program. And, and program. I like the idea that it's free. It gives the students real life experience. It gives the families a break. It is a great, great program. So I'm thinking next slide. Uh, please. The, the, so, um, this uh, again, um, the families once they are approved for the program, uh, they receive the list of vendors uh, with the names of agencies all over the state um, and for the different services. So it comes with uh, 
um, it says um, uh, home care home care agencies, uh, adult daycare agencies, uh, assisted living facilities, uh, nursing homes. So um, they, they the family received this 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 list of vendors, and 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 is their they, I mean is their choice to 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 pick and choose any agency. Some some um, families they feel more comfortable. Uh, I mean. Uh, Choosing an agency that is in their their city, their community, but uh, still uh, an agency um, whose uh, headquarters are uh, uh, are in, in Providence, they they might have uh, uh, providers or uh, workers in Warwick, in Pawtucket, in, in South County, so uh, they can families caregivers they are welcome to call any of those agencies and. To see if they, if they can provide those services that they are needing now. Yeah, I think that's um, something that's really important for people to understand that just because a home care agency maybe is located in, I'll say, Pawtucket, doesn't mean that they don't have staff or a whole nother office in like Westerly. So don't feel like you're limited to only those home care agencies that are in your city or town because I almost all home care agencies cover the state in some manner or another. So I think that's really important for people to understand. You're not limited to just like what's around the corner for you. Now, all these, these agencies uh, we have, I mean, they need to, to they go to, through a process with the, with the state. So they are licensed um, uh, and, and, and they, they, when they apply to become one of our vendors, um, they, they, go through a process, uh, an application, and they need to present, uh, I mean, the license that they receive from the state to provide these services. So so caregivers can feel, uh, I mean, comfortable knowing that whoever is coming to their house, I mean, they, they are licensed and they are approved to do that, or, or uh, in nursing homes or adult daycare, they are licensed uh, by, by the state to provide those services. Can we go awesome. to the next slide, Deb? Yep. There we go. Oh, there. So, um, how to apply? I mean, you call here. Uh, my phone number is there, 421-7833. My extension, uh, it is uh, 212. We have uh, other people working here, but you can call me. And also, you can, you are welcome to download the application from our uh, website. Um, go to dioceseofprovince.org and, and look for care breaks or elder services, and, and, and then you can download the application from there. Um, whoever, I mean, whatever is more comfortable for the person, you can do that. Um, we try to, to um, work on those applications um, within the next, we say 14 days, but uh, I usually, it takes me two or three days, four days to, to work on those applications. I know that when a caregiver applies for the program is because they are in need. So I try to 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 work as 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 I mean as quick as possible on those applications. So uh, three, four, five days later, uh, the caregivers uh, will receive. Uh, I mean our our uh, I mean the approval. Most people most people qualify for the program. Again, one main requirement is that the person the the care recipient has to have a caregiver. Uh, sometimes, sometimes 
I receive applications that are so painful for me because the, the person applied for the program and, and, and then again, when we ask for, for information about the caregiver, they put themselves. And then I, I call them, no, I need, I need, who, who is helping you? Who, no, I don't have anybody. Right. And, and it needs to be a caregiver that needs a, a break. And if, if you're this taking program, care of yourself. This program exists because there are caregivers out there in, 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 need, in need of some help. Absolutely. Uh, so, and, and then we are here, I mean, the Catholic Social Services, our, our address is one cathedral square here in Providence, Rhode Island. And, and, and if, if once, once I decide what level, uh, what category this, this family is going to be, we send this package out to them. And in many cases, uh, families, caregivers call me, Hector, um, can you recommend a, a, an agency? I say, look, it's, it's tough for me to, because all those agencies that are there uh, in that list of vendors, they, 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 if they are there, it's because they comply with everything we, we, we ask for. Yep. So um, um, it's, it's not easy like for me to recommend uh, uh, an agency. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we make exceptions. Some people, uh, they feel this, 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 this uh, old lady, call me Hector, no, you gotta help me with this. I, 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 I never, I never deal with this before. So, so in that cases, we recommend some some agencies in that area, but most of the time we allow the caregivers to to make their own decisions. Right, and I and I know from from personal experience that there are some agencies that provide very specialized um, care providers. So examples, uh, there's some home care agencies that have care providers who say speak Russian or speak Cape Verdean or speak Spanish or mm -hmm. um, a you know. Hmong, um, Vietnamese, and those home care agencies really specialize in that. So then, you know, it makes sense instead of saying, you know, here's a whole list, call them all and good luck to you. You can say, well, you know, this is the agency that usually has uh, an individual who can come out and help you and they, you know, will be able to speak your language. So mm -hmm. I think that's really important. You know, one question that didn't really come up is, is there a maximum amount of income that the the, the care um, recipient can have, or is this open to any? Because we kind of touched on income a little bit, and that there's four categories. Um, is there a, a maximum where somebody's no longer I mean, qualified that you can share? Everybody qualifies for something. Everybody. There we everybody go. Qualifies. Minimum we have the the minimum grant is five hundred dollars. Okay. So no matter the income, let's say for um, over over thirty eight thousand uh, over thirty eight thousand six hundred and forty thirty eight thousand for an individual, they qualify for five hundred dollars. Wow, it, that's it, it, awesome. It, it, can, it can be. I mean, the the, the person's income could be fifty thousand, sixty thousand. They still qualify for five hundred. That's the minimum grant, five hundred. For couples. Over fifty-two thousand six hundred. Wow. Over of fifty-two thousand two hundred and sixty. Two hundred and sixty. Fifty-two. Over that, they they still qualify for five hundred dollars. That is awesome. So uh, and we have some limits, but uh, over over thirty-eight thousand for individuals and over fifty-two, they qualify for for the minimum grant that is uh, five hundred dollars. Yes. That's it. 
this is an amazing program. Ah, uh, yes, it is. It is, and I hope that after after this this program, I mean this this program, um, I'm going to receive a lot of phone calls from 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 people in Rhode Island who who want to apply for the program. I hope so too. Now, is there sufficient funding in the program? Or I mean, we're in January now, so a lot of times programs have adequate funding right now. Is yes, this a program that runs out of money? towards the end of the year well, at, the, at this moment we are in in, in very very good shape good. so so people are welcome to apply we have the resources to help uh, the community so so um yes we don't have a, a problem we, in the in the past uh, like four or five years ago we had situations we, when we went to a waiting list but at this moment we are in good shape so people are welcome to to apply for the program that's awesome because I, you know, there are programs out there that are wonderful programs, but they run out of funding so quickly. Because you know, not to say that this is not a wonderful program, but they like they just they're not well funded enough. So it's good to hear that when people need help, you know, at minimum they'll qualify for the five hundred dollar grant, mm -hmm. and and that can make a huge difference for people. Exactly. What one. one very important uh, thing or requirement from from our program Deb is that the caregiver has to be a, a, a an unpaid caregiver it cannot be somebody who is being paid to do to do to do that job so uh, has to be like an unpaid caregiver uh, that's that's another main main requirement and very important for right. our applicants yes. And that and that makes sense that you know if somebody's getting paid to do this as a job, exactly. then you take the day off if you need a break. Mm -hmm. But when you're that family member um, who's coming in, you know, and doing the errands for mom and dad, or helping in getting them in and out of the shower and cleaning the house and managing the medication and the doctor's appointments, and all of those things that our caregivers do, that they don't get financial compensation for they're doing it from the goodness of their heart that it's really important that this program is out there to be able to help them just get that moment of okay i don't have to worry right now my loved one is cared for like i can take that worry off my head and mm -hmm. and put it aside um this is a a great great program and i'm really glad you were able to come on today do you, does your program need any kind of, if people wanted to like help with this program or support this program, do you need volunteers? Do you need donations? Would any of those things be helpful? Well, I mean, donations, I mean, always are welcome. Um, sometimes we receive small donations, of, mostly from people when, that receive assistance and help uh, i mean through the program for some time and 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 the care recipient um, passes away or something so so a, a way to that some caregivers show gratitude they say hector we are sending you this for the program and 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 those those the, i mean those kind of contributions are, are greatly appreciated yes yeah every every bit counts in this yeah. in this world right <laughs> is there anything else that people should know about the programs that you offer we only we, have a few we, more minutes but 
we we are here uh, Monday through Friday uh, from 8:30 in the morning until 4:30 in the afternoon. Um, we um, but uh, sometimes for caregivers is maybe it's not easy to call us during the day. You can call at any time after hours, and we will return our I mean your phone call uh, the next day. Also, you can email me. My email address is h for Hector h Munos, my last name, H. Munos, at Diocese of Providence, one word, dot org. You can email me and request an, uh, um, some information, documents, application, um, anything. And, and, and that's another way that you can get in contact with me. Awesome. Awesome. So that's H. Munoz at Diocese of Providence dot org. Or they can call you at the 401-421-7833, extension 212. 212, yes. Yes, okay, 212. And they can leave that message anytime. Anytime. They and, can download the application. I'll answer, uh, I'm, I'm I mean, I'm pretty good returning my phone calls. <laughs> you are very, very yeah. good at returning I, your phone I, calls. I, I try not to leave people there waiting, waiting. No, I try to... to to take care of the phone calls as, 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 as soon as I can, yes. See, and that's one of the things I really like about you is that you get that there's somebody on the other end of that phone who really needs help. And you do everything within your power to like get that person the help that they need as fast as they as fast as you can. I try to do that. I, I know that if they apply for the program, if they call, it's because, not because... Uh, they are having fun calling here, no, because they need some help. They need some help, and 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 the sooner the better they get that help. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like sending an application, and you know maybe you'll hear by Easter. Like no, no you're no. actually working on it. No, 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 no. In, in the application, it says that it says that we could take up to fourteen days, but that's that's not the case. I don't remember the last time that it took me five days to review an application. No, I, I try to do as soon as that as soon as possible. That's good. So, sometimes I, I ended up taking work home, but I, <laughs> but I, but I comply with everything. <laughs> I understand completely. I understand. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Working from home is something that has become kind of normal in the age of COVID. Kind of normal, yes. yeah. Yeah. Hector, I'm really glad that you had the time to come on today. It just, it just shows again, like how much you're dedicated to what you're doing and to helping people. And I, I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing the care breaks program. And I promise I will work really hard to call it care breaks and not respite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Either way, care breaks, respite. Yeah. So, so Deb, thank you again. Thank you very much for um, the invitation for allowing me to, to talk to, to all that uh, audience that you have out there and, and that they, um, dependent on, on, on these kind of programs to, to get information and to get resources and, and to know about um, um, programs that, that they can use in order to, to make their life a little bit better and easier. That's it. We're all in this together. We got to make life easier for each other. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. So today was absolutely amazing. We got a lot of information out there. I encourage you, if you checked in a little late, that you go back and watch it again. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. I mean, we're talking about 
over a quarter million people need the information. Quarter million people right here in Rhode Island who need the information that we talked about today. So it's really important that you help me get the word out as, as much as we possibly can, because we got to take care of our caregivers. We got to take care of each other. You know, we're all in this together. It's, it's important that we help each other. So please hit the like button, hit the share button, tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody, you know, that happens to be a caregiver, that this program is available and everybody qualifies for something. And Hector really does process things really, really quick. So I look forward to seeing you all again next week. And in the meantime, I hope that you are well and that you be kind. See you next week. If you like this video, please follow us on social media and subscribe on YouTube. For more information, visit rielderinfo.com or call 401-585-0509. If you have any questions, email deb at rielderinfo.com.